Introduction. How we got here. I wrote high T leadership specifically to help people, such as I had been back in the early 1990s. Someone thrust into any sort of leadership role in an IT services element before being ready. My goal is to provide advice as to how to do that job without accidentally making a bunch of mistakes that are only obvious in retrospect. I landed my first IT sector job as an undergraduate in 1989. Back then, the most sought-after job on campus was the computer lab monitor. Unfortunately for me, those jobs were restricted to students in the school's computer science department. But as it happened, after fall semester ended, several people had transferred to other institutions, and there weren't enough replacements inside the CompSci program. One of my mates put in a good word for me with the program ahead, and bam, I was in. My first weeks as an academic computer consultant were problematic, because I couldn't help the users troubleshoot their problems. I'd never owned a computer. My only experience with them had come from a junior high school introduction to programming course that was taught on the old Apple IIe. Useless experience for our Macintosh PC and mainframe terminal labs. I didn't like being useless, so I incessantly badgered my CompSci friends with questions and devoured the tech magazines sold in our campus bookstore. After a year in the labs, as a tech support agent, I'd earned a decent reputation with users and with my boss. When a billet opened up on the help desk, I was promoted to ACC level two, earned a pay rise, and was given significantly increased responsibility. I was thrilled with the opportunity, but found that I was even more out of my depth than I'd been in the labs. I had no idea how to run what was essentially a tech support escalation center. When the ACC ones in the field ran into problems that they couldn't solve, they called us and expected immediate answers. I was intimidated. What was worse, the people I'd previously relied on couldn't help me any longer, because they'd never worked on a help desk. To mitigate the problem, I put my junior anthropologist hat on and spent dozens of hours, both on and off duty, observing how the experienced help desk workers operated. I questioned everything. Why did you do that? Why did you choose this over that? What were you thinking? I eventually worked out the disconnects between the organization's stated rules and the actual rules that they really lived by. I figured out the interpersonal dynamics in play and discovered what made the best of my coworkers so valuable and how to imitate the successful senior staffers. By the time I left uni, I'd been granted a unique position in the CompSci department. I was still an ACC too. But was treated as the department's only ACC three. A fifth of my paid hours were devoted to performing random spot checks on the ACC ones in the field for quality assurance purposes. I was also on call twenty four seven for ACCs who ran into problems that they felt they couldn't handle. This knight errant role suited me because it let me do something that my help desk role simply wouldn't allow: the ability to observe our techs and our users all throughout the operation, and thereby. Learn how to give them both better service once they eventually called us at the help desk. After graduation, I leveraged that tech support experience to get a real tech support job in the private sector. That job, in turn, taught me how to run tech support operations in a corporate environment. Later, after I was called to active service with the U.S. Army, my first company commander recognized my tech experience and appointed me to be our unit's information management officer. 
My work caught my next higher commander's eye and led to my additional appointment as our battalion's IMO, supporting four companies instead of just one. My work at battalion level in turn caught the next higher level IMO's attention and earned me a third appointment as the group's deputy IMO, supporting three battalions and the group HQ. The work I did for 1st Medical Group fortuitously caught the attention of the head of the Army's Medical IT Service, who grandfathered me into their career field, which led to me being transferred a few months later to serve as the Information Management Division Chief at Leicester Army Hospital. I went from a guy who owns his own computer to the guy in charge of 500 computers in a life-and-death setting before I realized what was happening. All of this occurred over the span of seven years, 1989 to 1996, and every one of those career moves came about by chance. Even better, before I mustered off active duty in 1997, I was entrusted with my own, brand new, eager, and naive young lieutenant to train and mentor into becoming an IT manager in her own right, 